Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Adrian, have you got any dad jokes for us? Do I? Oh no, I shouldn't have asked. Do I? I Good morning, everyone. Yes, good morning. Let's, I've already started off before, but those online, you haven't heard any of my dad jokes yet. So uh, let's get, you know, the good thing about dad jokes is they have just enough of like, just, oh, it's got to be, oh, enough like, oh, man, that's, that's almost that so funny. Bad. That is almost funny. Yeah. Um, and I had one, like, oh, where is it? Where is it? I've got this really funny one. I've got a really funny joke. So a photon checks into a hotel. A photon? Yeah, a photon. And the bellboy, you know, the, the guy who takes your bag, says, oh, can I help you with your luggage? He says, no, I'm travelling light. Oh. Travelling light? It's photon's light? It's, a li- it's light? See, if I have to explain if the joke, it's not good. If you have to explain it, either not good. he's told a bad joke or you have no intelligence and it's he's told a bad joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's another one. Why, why, do, why don't you see elephants hiding in trees? Because they're really good at it. <laughs> See, that's good. That one's good. Yes. Is it? Can I finish with a really bad one then? So, um, our family is suffering at the moment from chronic diarrhea. <laughs> it runs in our genes. <laughs> I can't believe I, sh- I, I this, said that on the live stream. That's great. This Excellent. is church. Woo. This is church. Yep. Hey, what did Tarzan say when, he, when he, the elephants were coming over the hill? Here come the elephants. What did Tarzan say when he, the elephants were coming over the hill wearing hats and sunglasses? Nothing. He didn't recognise them. <laughs> we had this book of elephant jokes growing up as, as kids and that was one of them. I love it. I love it. He's pulled out. Oh, no. This. That's from my childhood, that but, one. Sorry, Ash. Oh, you want oh, me? Man, to yeah, no, you don't have to I join do, in. I don't do dad jokes. Uh, I'm oh, bit, don't you? My humour's a bit more sophisticated. Oh. <laughs> Drop the mic. (laughs) So this morning, we're going to not discuss dad jokes. This year, um, well, last year, God put it on our heart, little things. Yeah. Keeping an eye on little things and how he was going to be doing little things that we needed to be, take notice of and actually recognise and be thankful for. And um, so this year, we've had a bunch of big stuff going on. Yep. And it's been hard to keep your eyes on the little things that God's doing because we want him to do a big thing in response to the big stuff that's going on. But before God can do something big in our nation, he has to do something in us. And that's through the little things, the little things. I love it how Solomon, it talks about he, he spoke of the hyssop that grew out of the wall and also the wisdom of the great cedars. So he talked about the small and the enormous, and, and, he, and he grew wisdom, he pulled wisdom out of all of it. So today I grabbed two wise guys <laughs> yeah. um, to, to, um, to share some of the little things that they have been experiencing this year and some, yeah. So who wants to go first? Ashley does. <laughs> all right. This is the technology. (laughs) He trusts his paper. I just wanted to say that um, little things reciprocate heaven. Um, And there's a lot of power at our disposal. Um, We we sang about it this morning and, uh, you know, about God's power. And we're a lot of times um, 
God doesn't ask for us to do much, um, for, uh, and that's little things, for him to do great things. Scripture is absolutely full of it. We had Naaman last week, didn't have to do jump through hoops, he just had to bathe yeah. and uh, yeah. and get healed, and it's, it's just full of it. Moses had to, all he had to do was lift up a staff on mm. occasions for battles to be won or for all amazing things to be done. Uh, the widow at Zarephath, when Elijah went and met with her, oh. uh, she had no food left. Uh, she was going to make their last meal to die. And uh, Elijah said, well, make that meal for me. And um, her oil and flour just kept going. And on and on, the feeding of the 5,000s, um, that was done with some, a little thing. Um, um, any, even people who encountered Jesus, there was an effort that they put in, whether it be yeah. climbing a tree, pushing through the crowd, coming down through a roof. There Go was that the effort was there, but it was only a little thing. But God always does the big part of it. He does the heavy lifting, yeah. and uh, that's so encouraging. Um, you know, and so we just got to take a step, and and miracles are there. Miracles are there for us. I heard someone the other day downplaying miracles and. Uh, they were saying how the Red Sea, you know, the crossing of the Red Sea, that might have only been a few feet of water. Yeah, yeah. Might have only been a few feet of water. That, yeah, that's Which that makes wasn't, it easy, you know, to, yeah, to cross that was, over. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Not such a big thing. But maybe a big thing if it was only a few feet of water. How did all of Pharaoh's horses and, yeah, the and, and they all get drowned? So, yeah, right. yeah. Wiped out a whole army in a few feet of water. <laughs> that's, that's a miracle. Yeah, that's a miracle. <laughs> that's right. So <laughs> little way. things reciprocating heaven. And yes. we go back to Jesus when the disciples came to him and they said, oh, you know, the, the demons have submitted and all this and da da. You can almost see Jesus switching off and going, mm hmm, mm hmm. Yeah. And he said, don't rejoice at that. Rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Come on. But what that means yeah. Yeah. to me that salvation is elevated. It is such a big thing. Yeah. But also that miracles are not a big deal for Jesus. Yeah. That's my encouragement out yeah. of that. So, yeah. Isn't it astounding that um, it always takes a physical act or a physical action here on earth? For before the miracle transpired, like Jesus just didn't make food appear. He could have, yeah. couldn't he? Yeah. yeah, like he could have just made food appear, but he said, "What do we have? What do we have to work with?" Mm. Like Moses, Moses, God could have just said, "Speak to the water, and it'll turn into blood." Um, you know, get your staff, and it'll. He had to do an action. He had to put it in the, hold the staff out, or 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 put the staff down, or whatever it was. There was always a, a physical action here on earth to, to reciprocate a miraculous um, impartation and manifestation from heaven. Yeah. So, and, and we think, God, why don't you just do it? But he's saying, no, 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 I need to, getting back to what I just said before, I need to do something in you so that you see the great that you have in the little that you think you've got. But the great that's there and the great potential that is there with the little that you got. Most of us think, oh, well, one day when I win the lotto, then, then I'll be able to do something great for God. And, it's like, and he's like, money's got nothing to do with it. As Tim always says, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills and he gets a really good price for it. So... Um, <laughs> the prices are really big at the moment. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, 4,000 <laughs> a cow. Lands in there as well. <laughs> 
Really? I might grow some cattle. Um, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> funny, growing cattle, yeah. It does. Well, they do. They grow. You start off small and they get bigger. <laughs> grow some cattle. It's cool. Like, I was listening to um, something from Erwin, Erwin, Erwin McManus. Mosaic Church. Mosaic Church. Yeah. Um, and I wrote down so I wouldn't forget it. He says, so often we think that God is working out there, or we pray for God to work out there, but we forget that his primary place of working is in here. Yeah. It's, it's those, yes. when we say, God, fix this, fix that, you know, fix our situation at the moment, fix where we are and fix the government, fix the laws, fix the rules, which yes. I, fix my mask, fix the everything, right? <laughs> but what is he wanting us to do on the inside? What, yeah. what is he, and like, like what you're saying there, actually, about the miracles, mm. like just the little things that they had, the little, that Naaman with, with, like he was dealing with inside of him before he dealt with the, the outside of him in washing it. He's dealing with, with his attitude inside. He's dealing with, with his, um, oh, what, what's that, the, the privilege, the rights, you know. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, um, entitlement. entitlement. Entitlement, that's the word, yeah. So the entitlement of him inside of it, and, and that's all of us, isn't it, right? This is, that's all of us in our entitlement. Like I shouldn't have to, why should I, why should I? Yeah. Should I? But God is dealing what's on the inside of us. So, yeah, of course we should. Of course we should because because on the other side of us taking that little step is something amazing and, 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 and the miracle that we don't even see coming. Yeah. And, and God wants to, like, heaven, that's the realm of heaven is to work miracles. You know, because here on earth it's a natural process. But when, when heaven invades earth, that's when the miraculous takes place. And it happens all the time. But we don't see it no, because we've got this tunnel vision on the way that we think it should Leakers. be done. Yeah. And we're not seeing God's miraculous hand at work all the time. And usually until we get older. Whoa. And then we go, oh, God was with me all along. Oh, yeah. he Come was on. there and he was there and he was there and he was there. And, but we, we miss it because we're too busy with that tunnel vision going through life and and missing those opportunities to really move, like see God move, you know. Yeah. And getting your heart right is is where God can move. Um, yeah. John 14, 12 to 14, Jesus says, I tell you this timeless truth, the person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mm. mighty miracles that I do, yes. even yes. greater miracles than these, because I go to be with my Father. Mm. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure what that all means about yeah. him going to the Father and, <laughs> and, and, and that, I guess, uh, God's not going to leave us short. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Jesus isn't here oh. doing the job. Uh, yeah. For I That's will good. do whatever you ask me to do when you ask in, me in my name. Yeah. Obviously, the caveat is that we're, we're in, yeah. in a good place to, yeah. <laughs> to ask. We're asking from the right motives. Yeah. Um, Submit your way to the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. So, um, and this is how the Son will show what the Father is really like and bring glory to him. Ask me anything in my name and I will do it for you. It's great, great promise, isn't it? Yeah. Come yeah. on. Isn't that powerful? Come on. Like the, Jesus said, if, if you remain in me and my word remains in you, then ask, then ask. It's that remaining in. We, we were talking about this earlier, and you had a point that you were you wanted to bring out about that that whole remaining, you know, and like what was I've forgotten what you were going to say. I should know. 
Um, I gave you my no, I didn't yeah. give you my notes. We'll just talk <laughs> briefly about it. You mean two Peter? Yes, yeah. So exactly. in, in two Peter chapter one, um, verses three to nine, I was uh, was stuck on on two Peter this week. Uh, just amazed at Peter is pretty cool, right? Like the, yes. the stuff that he said. Like it's only a few little books, two little books in there. It's just like shoved in there. It's obviously not. Obviously, the guys knew what they were doing when they wrote it and when they included it in the New Testament. Sorry, guys, I'm not just chucked in there. I'm sure you yes. put a lot of effort into that. But anyway, let's get to the point. Um, so the fact that every, everything we mm. – I'm trying to remember my actual point, but I'll yep. read the Scripture. So everything we could ever need for life and godliness has already been deposited in us in by us. his divine power. In this us. is the Passion Version. Oh, now I remember. Yep. For all of this was lavished upon you, Ooh. upon us – through rich experience of knowing him who has called us by name and invited us to come to him through a glorious manifestation of his goodness. I mean, these words are amazing. As a result of this, he has given you magnificent promises that are all beyond, uh, sorry, that are beyond all price. Oh, yeah. So that through the power of these tremendous promises, we oh, can experience on. partnership with the divine nature by which you have escaped the corruption. The oh, corrupt desires. Yeah. yeah, the corrupt desires of this world. The, that divine nature is awesome that, He's given us a divine nature to aspire to and to grab a hold of yes. and, and to bring into our lives. Not, not, oh, I've got to be a better man or I've got to be a better woman or a better dad or a better son or a better worker or, or a better whatever it might be, but I can just grab a hold of his divine nature and bring it into me. So oh. it actually says devote, yourself, devote yourselves to lavishly supplementing your faith. Or you must make every effort to, effort to support your faith, it says in other versions. Uh, with goodness and to goodness add understanding and to understanding add strength of self-control and strength of self-control add patient endurance. Oh, yeah. Patient endurance. Mate, this is all great stuff for now. Patient like, endurance. Yeah. Patient endurance. Patient endurance. I'll be patient, but <laughs> patient do it now. endurance. And through that patient endurance add godliness. Oh. And add your godliness add mercy towards your brothers and sisters <laughs> and in mercy add unending love. Since these virtues are already planted deep within you, you possess them in abundant supply and they will keep you from being inactive yes. or fruitless. Inactive means free from, la from labour, at leisure. At leisure. I'm at leisure. That sounds like a good thing, but it will actually help you to not be that because it's good to be that from time to time. But if, if you're in lockdown, you can get stuck in that, right? You just not be stuck in that leisure side of things, okay? Because I don't know about you, but it's getting a little bit boring. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so, um, and fruitless. So without, we know what that means, without fruit. But if anyone lacks these things, he's blind and constantly closing his eyes to the mystery of our faith. Ooh. It says in other versions, nearsighted and blind. Now, that brings me back straight to, the, to patient endurance. Patient endurance is long-sighted, isn't it? It's not nearsighted. It's not, it's not just seeing what's in front of you because yeah. the, the blind and the nearsighted, they're just interrupted all the time by what's right in front of you because you're just going to keep bumping into them because you can't see past that. It's right there, right in front of you. And, 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 and we all know what that's like, don't we? We're talking about the same things, aren't we? What do the conversations tend to revolve around and oh, rotate yeah. around? Oh, nearsighted and blind. I yeah. don't want to keep bumping into this. As Kylie oh. says, I'm sick of this conversation. <laughs> so true. It is, yeah. And, and we keep coming back to it. What's happening? What's happening? What's the numbers? What... what what are we allowed to do? What aren't we allowed to do? And it says those who are nearsighted and blind forget their innocence, forget what they've mm. been forgiven of, forget the, forget the great sin that they've been forgiven of. Forget salvation. Yeah. Salvation, the primary thing. Remember that don't rejoice over these miracles and 
things that you're seeing rejoice that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That's so good, Ash. Yeah, that's a little thing that we just, we forget how powerful salvation is, how beautiful it is. And where you you read out of verse 8, since these virtues are already planted deep within you, that word there, um, planted deep, is hypako, which means they begin below the surface. They're they're below the surface. They're not yet... Um, fruitful they're not you're not seeing them fully yet but they're there why are they there because we are part of the vine we're the branches we're part of the vine we are in Jesus and we're remaining in him and we're his word is remaining in us so this stuff then the goodness the understanding the self-control the patient endurance the reverence and godliness is comes out Mm. comes out as we add to it you know like Add to your faith. Faith is the beginning of yeah. it. This whole thing is from faith to faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you see it outworked, you go, your faith grows. Yeah. And it grows, doesn't it? It's, it's just beautiful. But this one, it, even though we might not see it, it's below the surface. Like a plant growing beneath the ground, it says. You know, it's there. It's already been placed there. And the natural process wow. is that it's going to burst through. Wow. And I, I remember seeing concrete um, break open and a weed grow through it yeah. because it has to, yeah. because it's there. It's stronger than concrete. It's stronger than bitumen. You know, like it just pushes through the road surface and the pavement. Yeah. Oh. Wow. So this is the, the thing. These virtues are already planted deep within us through what Jesus has achieved on our behalf. Mm. It's a little thing, but it's an enormous thing yeah. because out of that comes faith to faith. Out of that comes not being blind, but seeing. And in this whole chapter, it doesn't talk about a situational um, moment. Like, it doesn't talk about where they are in life. It doesn't talk about a season. It doesn't talk about a, a time or anything. This is, this is, is irre- irrespective of any time or any place. Yeah. This is a truth which is, is a which is applicable yeah. right now and in any now and all nows. Yes. And it's here all the time. The only time it mentions it is um, talking about the prophetic message this is in chapter one, um, that we need to pay attention to it as a light shining in a dark place yeah. until the dawn, the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Ooh. So it, it, it talks about darkness, but, but not just in, a, in the term of being you're in a dark place or a dark time. It's just the, the light of God shining forth yeah. and coming out. And, and I love it because this, it's applicable everywhere, anywhere. Mm. Go for it, Ash. Mm. Did you have some thoughts? Yeah. No, you, no, you look like you're. Going on no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking about being nearsighted and stuff. We mm. we need to have our eyes opened uh, in in this time. Um, That's true. Our circumstances aren't going to just stay the same uh, forever. Uh, we we hope we're on the on the way through it. But what's it going to be like uh, out the other side? And Pastor Steve said, you know, we're talking on little things, and one little thing is to be ready for different and. Um, also to be joyful about it. Yeah, yeah, um, right. In Isaiah 43:19, a beautiful chapter where it says how he's created us and redeemed us and called us by name. Uh, in verse 19 says, See, I'm doing a new thing. Yeah. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Yeah. I'm making a way in the wilderness yeah. and I'm making streams in the desert. Uh, I don't want to miss anything new or anything yeah. that God's got. Yeah. I've got to admit I have missed before and <laughs> I've been left behind and um, 
That's okay. <laughs> God comes round again. Glad grace. You know, God like, comes round. Yeah. God comes round again, and yeah. uh, so it's been good. But I don't want to don't want to miss it. And um, things are changing. God's freshness in God is means mm. change, doesn't it? And mm. on, how are we going to come out of lockdown? I remember um, we lived in Mildura, then we moved away for two years, and we'd come back to visit periodically. And um, uh, the changes in the church were incredible. It was a different church here. And uh, uh, the only downside is we felt a bit like we were visitors. But the, the upside was that God was moving. God was changing wow, stuff. Yeah, on, it was yeah. just incredible. We were so encouraged and thought, wow, mm. wow. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, following restrictions, you know, ha- how's it all going to be? I just want to be open to it, yeah. Um, yeah. to anticipate to not be impatient, um, yeah. yeah. And if if change is difficult, well, Jesus, please take my hand. And uh, <laughs> and yes. I was also looking at Psalm 126, which is a psalm of when the exiled Israelites came back, back. Yeah. Uh, after 70 years in exile, and uh, I've. That's been on my heart for a while, you know, because they were really joyful. Uh, it says, when the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem, Jerusalem, it was like a dream. We were filled with laughter and we sang for joy. And the other nations said, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. Now, I'm not drawing a long bow of 70 years in slavery and exile comparing to me uh, being able to come to church again. <laughs> that would be like the the uh, Anzac Day football match and the commentators get a bit carried away and the Anzac spirit of the uh, highly paid athlete as against facing the death uh, situation. But, uh, but why don't we have joy coming out? Look, it could be different, but... Uh, um, Let's let's be ready for it uh, and be joyful about it. Um, that and it was a different world that the Israelites came back to. Uh, Jerusalem was rubble, so not many of them got there. Others went to other cities. Others went. Others stayed in yeah. the exile places. Isn't that amazing, yeah. It is, wow. yeah. But the but the guys that came back, uh, it says. It didn't say when, you know, we were hoping that it would be good and be like a dream. It says when they got back, it was like a dream. Yeah. You know, they were, even with, it wasn't the same. It wasn't quite as as fun and as, well, it, it wasn't how it had been before. But they were just filled with joy. They were so excited. Uh, it was just an incredible thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, they were 70 years, they were the next generation, so maybe they didn't know what it was like beforehand. But on, one thing the Jews were very good at was telling, telling the story. story yeah. Telling the story, they would have known yep. exactly what things were like. So That's true. Mm. come back, things are different, be ready and be joyful. Yeah, that, that whole thing about, you know, rejoice always, pray continually, yeah. and all things give thanks. Yeah. Like, there are only little things, but I can't get away from that. Like, whenever I start getting complaining or this isn't right, this isn't fair, this is, you know, unjust, I I just start saying, well, God, what are you going to do in this situation? Like, how are you going to shift this? What 
is this the way it's going to be? And I need to actually be joyful in this regardless yeah. Yeah. of whether it, I see a change or not. Yeah. How am, and it's, it reminds me of that, the, bo- the young man that was born blind and the disciples walk past him and say, who sinned? You know, this man or his parents that he'd be born blind. Neither. And Jesus goes, neither. Like this, this boggles my mind when I read this story. Neither. This was done so that God's glory could be outworked in him. We don't know what his mindset was, but it didn't say he was a complainer. He wasn't even yelling out for healing. He, he was just living his life. But Jesus recognized that God's glory was being outworked in this man's life. And then he heals him. And there was great rejoicing. You know, so... Um, I'm, yeah, I, I'm just thinking, how is God outworking his glory in us during this time? Because as humans, we can complain about anything, can't we? Like, even when it's good, we can go out to a restaurant and it's not quite as good as last time. So we complain about this meal that we're now eating that we didn't have to cook. We don't have to clean up after. <laughs> we just go home and go to bed. And it's like, oh, it's the worst. <laughs> Yes. You're in drive-through yeah. and there's two lanes and you go to one lane. And, and the other one goes faster. See, I knew where you were going. You two cars faster. <laughs> Come on. Ruins. I have to wait. Because the car time. in front of you, they, they're having trouble with the order. And, and then you think, they're going to get my order. You know, like, and I'm going to get there. I'm going to miss out. <laughs> I'm missing out right now. I don't even know what I'm missing out on, but I'm angry about it. But that's a lot of what we're, what people are experiencing at the moment is, is, is you know, regret or sorry, loss over what they had, yeah, and and frustration over what, where they are, and uncertainty of where we're going. Um, so well said. So where where what do we do in the middle of all this? And that was what brought about this. You, you asked us, like, what yep. what do you do in times of trouble? Where where yeah. do we go in times of trouble when there's stuff? is an issue in your life, what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? Yeah. Where are you going to go, <laughs> Jerry? Where are you going to go? Where's the, the bedrock? Yeah. Where, where can you stand where you're not going to get your feet swept out from under you? Where are you going to stand where you know, hey, I, this is solid. Come gather around me. Mm. Gra- gather your family around. Guys, even though the, there's a storm at the moment, this place is solid. We, I know that this is secure. There's security here. Yeah. Where can we yeah. go? And, yeah. and I'm, I've been reading Psalm 90 because in Shane and Shane, they've got a, one of their songs, yeah. and there's a line in there that I, I just keep going over. But um, it, it, if you want to read, uh, sorry, read, listen to a great album, Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. Shane and Shane just put it out, and it's just beautiful. Uh, but Psalm 90, and I'm reading from the Passion Translation. It says, Lord. You have always been our eternal home. I'm just doing a salah. Yeah, just like that. Lord, you have always been our eternal home. We think our our home, our where we live, has changed. It's altered. We're we're being forced into a lifestyle yeah. that we don't want. But is that our? Is this our real home? No, Lord. <laughs> You have always been yeah, our eternal yeah. home. Wow, Steve. Our that's hiding good. place from generation to generation. We're not the only generation that's ever faced hardship. You go back not long ago, there were, there were like, go to other nations and, that have been in 
perpetual war for for so long yeah. or or you just look at the the world wars or the the korean war the vietnam war the crimean war the, the, look, there's so many wars to go back to the first world war which the anzacs you know were were birthed at in gallipoli but it, it's you know generations have faced things before and here we are you know people are protesting and people are upset and there's so much uncertainty at the moment so where do we go for certainty go back to the word of god yeah. lord you have always been our eternal home mm. you have always been our hiding place from generation to generation yeah. long before oh i love this long before you gave birth to the earth and before the mountains were born you have been from wow. everlasting to everlasting the one and only true god wow come and on. uh that just blows me away that this is our security yeah that he has always been there and he, and people go but how can that be because we don't know how that can be what was before everything came into existence nothing nothing can't produce everything that's right there has to be something before and it's interesting the um the chinese actually have a a, a statement for that time and it's called the dao the dao was the time before the creator formed everything it was the dao i hear that so many times from young checkout chicks they call me dao and i'm like thank you is it a compliment i was like the you. pre-existent yeah. everything before anything came into existence dao <laughs> <laughs> sorry that's a that's an uncle joke that's even worse than a dad joke that one it's a pretend but, dad joke it's a faux pas but that is god's realm <laughs> a faux pas. Thank you. Oh, I'm glad you're missing this because you don't want you don't actually want to hear it. Yeah, it doesn't stop. <laughs> Verse 12 says, "Help us to remember that our days are numbered." Hmm. Wow. Now we could take that negatively yeah. and say, "Oh no, our days are numbered." Well, that is taken negatively. It is taken negatively. It, why would God need to remind us that our days are numbered? So that we enjoy every day oh, and get yes. the most out of every day. That, that's exactly right. So at the moment, we're whining and complaining about every day, not realising that that's one day less that we've got on this planet. Why are we wasting our days railing at the television every time, you know, Premier Andrews gets up there and talks or... Oh, we, I don't know who the premier is in New South Wales anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> not being political at all. Polemics. Huh? Is it, what you're saying there reminds me. Okay, so Interstellar. The, if anyone's seen the movie Interstellar, probably many of you have. But they, they're talking about the time where they're living, where it's set. The scene is that they're talking about themselves being a caretaker generation, Ooh, where yeah. they're just taking care of things until until yeah. something. You know, all we can do is take care of it. We can't. We can't do this. Make sure it doesn't do that just keep it flatline and it's almost like we're beginning to feel like just just keep things ticking over until you know we're out yeah <laughs> we don't really know when we're going to be out and so so if we keep that mindset of being a caretaker just I'm just I'm just getting through yeah that, that's not what we're meant to do no, that's not how no. we're meant to live life and God no. has not said no just you know just make it through yeah. just just get through and you'll that's be fine the dude with the one talent and the one minor oh Yes. He was just the caretaker, just 
I just, I just buried it in the ground and here it is. That's not it. God wants to see fruit. God wants to actually see that we've done something with this breath of life that he's given us yeah. and the gifts and talents that he has, has graciously lavished yeah. on us through, through 2 Peter there. Um, now my, my page is shut, so, um, and it won't read my face. If, if our days are numbered. Uh, <laughs> yeah, our days are numbered. Thank what, you. And what, oh, go on, yeah. It goes on to say, and help us to interpret our lives correctly. The seasons that we're going through help us to interpret because the language may change, the information may change, how do we interpret that correctly? You know, how do we interpret the seasons? How do we interpret what God's doing at the moment? Because we believe in, in a God, an omnipotent God who is in charge of all things that has ultimately good in store for the earth and the inhabitants of the earth it's our choice whether or not we step into that. Yeah. And he says, set your wisdom deeply in our hearts so that we may accept your correction. We don't like that, do we? We need it. <laughs> we do. We so need it. Accept your correction. Stay teachable. Stay soft, stay pliable so that we may accept your correction in life because there's a way that seems right to a man but in the end it just produces caretakership. It just produces death and not actually fruit and life but there's a way that God's made where we can actually live an abundant life. I came that you might have life to the full, Jesus said. Life abundantly full, producing fruit. These are the little things reminding us today that, that we don't have to whine and complain. That we, that we have, you know, even if we do see miracles and we will witness miracles and we have witnessed miracles, that's not what we rejoice about. We rejoice that our name's written. That's a little thing that I, I'm just taking away from here. Yeah, my salvation. You've saved me. You've made me whole. You've made me complete. And I'm on that journey of completeness and wholeness. We are on that journey together. Sorry, I felt like you wanted to say something. No, just that if our days are numbered, why aren't we going wholeheartedly following oh, Jesus come on. every come day? On. And uh, he's, he's got the right direction, the right answers. Um, a, a story of my dad many, many years ago when I was little and uh, he was driving along a, a road in our hometown and there was a car behind him and it was, um, they, were, they were from out of town, their number plate said that and uh, he was driving slowly because he knew there was some stuff ahead and they didn't and um, in those days, yeah, the road signs weren't as, you didn't have a 40k sign at yeah. the end of every. <laughs> that there were there were not many road signs, and uh, he was going slowly. And these guys, they were right up, and so they jumped out and uh, planted the foot to go past. And uh, there was a spoon drain right there, and um, oh. you had seat belts in the front of the car, but they weren't compulsory. There was no seat belts in the back back in these days. And we just watched as the people in that car, full car, their heads just go simultaneously hit the roof of their car. <laughs> and I don't know what it did to the undercarriage of, oh, yes. of it either. But, you know, they couldn't see what was around the corner. So they, they, they had a crack. They, uh, they physics, said, we'll go, 
yeah. we'll have it. This looks okay. What's this idiot doing? Oh. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So God's, he's got the... The, yeah. the map. He's got the map, and uh, and it might feel like we're we're being held back at the moment. But what are we being held back, not from, but for? Yeah. What are we being held back for God to outwork His glory in us? Yeah. That we don't have distractions of where are we going to holiday because we can't get on holiday. <laughs> where where are we going to go out to eat because we can't get a reservation anywhere where because it's, <laughs> it's booked out for months in advance. <laughs> You can go to McDonald's, drive through, drive through and, and then you've got the whole contention point there. So there's nowhere you can go where you're going to avoid contention and, <laughs> and anxiety, except, you know, I was glad, so very glad when they said to me, come, let us go to the house of the Lord where there's singing, where there's gladness. And the house of the Lord isn't just church building. As Jacob said, surely the Lord was in this place and I didn't realize it before. You might be in your bedroom at the moment and surely the Spirit of the Lord, surely God is in this place and you never realize. You might be in your lounge room, you could be in your kitchen. I don't know where you are at the moment. I can see the people here. But surely the Lord is in this place, in this place and I didn't realize. This is none other than the house of God. If we got that, oh, I'm getting goosebumps now. You know, like that awareness God is in this place. And, and all the stuff we've been talking about here, it just makes me think of the, it's probably the burning question in a lot of people's minds, like, well then, but I need God to do this. Or it doesn't say in Scripture, you know, pray for God to do this. It says, ask anything in my name. Um, mm. and, and that you've been given all this. This is all here. It's all, and it's because the answer is not in solving the problem. The answer is not like, I need you to fix this. You know, the answer is not, taking us back to where we were yeah the answer's not rewind i do think about that you know take us back to 2018 at least we could have like a year worth of goodness still before we get all locked down you know that but that's not the answer no it never has been all, all scripture all we're talking about here is just pointing to jesus jesus is the answer yeah. jesus jesus is the solution that we need in in anything in everything all the way yeah isn't it amazing how we, we live past, present? Always focusing on the past, how either the good stuff that happened or the bad stuff that happened and we're regretting the bad stuff and we're remembering the, you know, wanting to relive the good stuff. But when we're called to forget the past and press on, we're actually called to be present future-minded, that he who has done a good work will continue to do that good work. Until the day of Christ, you know that that He is that we're pressing on for that high calling. Yep. We're moving forward all the time, because if we start dragging our feet and you know standing like a, a kid or chucking a tantrum and getting on the ground and doing the you know I want that I want that back now. Yeah, I want that. Where? What about the lollies? You know, no. Yeah, God wants us to press on, and, press on, and and it's you, you, interesting you say that like. I was texting Paul through the week, not the Apostle Paul, um, Paul Robler. And the Prophet Paul. Yeah, Prophet Paul. And he said, you know, the only thing we're meant to look back on is is what Jesus has done for us. Yes, come on. Is that forgiveness that's of sin, true. is that salvation. That's the only thing we're asked yeah. to look back. And that is so true. That That's all we need to look back on, mm. really. I don't need 
I don't need to relive my shame and my guilt and my mistakes. Hallelujah. Oh, please. I'm so thankful. Hallelujah. I just need to remember I've been forgiven of that. Yeah. And, and what is ahead of me? It's a glorious future. It's a yeah. glorious, glorious time. Yeah. It's but all good. You, it's all good. The past is dealt with. <laughs> the present good? Is, is with Jesus yes. walking beside us and the yeah. future is all done. It's, it's, oh, it's all good. He's ordered the steps. Ordered the steps. So I like that. The steps of a, a righteous person are ordered by the Lord. And we get to delight in that path. Isn't that beautiful? We get to delight in that path. We can miss it. And we can... But if he, though you fall, he will not be cast come down. Come on. Yeah. Come on. What, what a, isn't it beautiful how little statements like that can have such a profound effect on your mental health, on your soul, and on your perspective? You just feel that part of your brain just relaxing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that worry, that concern, that issue is just like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. And then that hope start to... I love it when hope's rekindled and you start to get that something good's going to happen. Yes. That joyful expectation of good, oh, something good. God's going to do something good. Yes, and, yes. and we know that yes. God is doing something good. Yeah. He's already done it. It's just on. for us to catch up a lot of times. He's ordered our steps and it's up, up to us to catch up and take those steps. And so I, I am hopeful. Because I know that God's working good stuff out for us. And we want to be in that. We want to have our mindset on that. And we want to have our, our belief system about that. And our only, the only tunnel vision we need is the tunnel vision on the Word of God. Because everything else is extraneous. Everything else is a distraction. Because this is truth. This is bedrock. Not my iPad, because it's not. It disappoints me so much. That's true. But the Word of God. And, and, it's, and it's not about being perfect. It's not about... I'm glad. <laughs> not about trying to be perfect. Yep. Like I said before, it's not about being better. It's just rattling around in my head. It's not about being better. It's about grabbing that nature of God and saying, you know, all right, I'm going to add to my faith, yep. add to my belief. I'm going to bring the goodness. I'm going to yep. bring the, the unending patience. I'm going to bring perseverance. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to bring love. I'm going to bring kindness to my brothers and my sisters and those around me. Yep. I, I'm, I'm just going to bring that bit better into my life and, and not try and be perfect. Yeah. Please don't try and be perfect. Don't yeah. I've done it, tried that, right? Have, has anyone else tried that? Yeah. You can't attain to that, but you can attain to the, you know, the divine nature being given to us, which seems almost impossible as well, by the way, but, but it's not. It's just a little bit at a time, just one step at a time. This and then this. It's allowing it to be revealed, you know, oh, just relaxing yeah. in it and letting it be revealed Sorry, because it's something that's under the surface, like a seed growing under the ground, ready to come forth, you know, and it's... It's remaining in Jesus and his word remaining in us. So we're finished. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us this morning. Can you thank the guys for their words of encouragement and wisdom? Father, thank you for this discussion. Thank you for your word, which is eternal. And Lord, it answers every question. And I'm so grateful for that, for the guidance, for the wisdom and yeah, the perfection of your statutes, your, your laws, your precepts, your encouragement and your guidance, Father. Thank you for the wisdom that flows from heaven, that it is pure and it is peace-loving. It's full of love. Oh, thank you, Father, for your wisdom. I just ask for the spirit of wisdom. Holy Spirit, right now, 
in this time when there's so much uncertainty and, and knowledge seems to be just changing so rapidly, I thank you for wisdom, which is the ability to use knowledge wisely. So I thank you for wisdom right now, that, that pure, peaceful, loving wisdom that comes from heaven. Not the wisdom of the world, but the wisdom from heaven. Father, we just open ourselves up to it and we just say, yes, Father, I need your wisdom at this time. Show me the little things where you've been working. Show me the little things that I need to still grab hold of and apply to my life that are going to see miraculous transformations. The, the little um, package of, of um, fish and loaves that are going to feed thousands. The, the little bit of um, flour and, and oil that are going to produce a... Um, that aren't going to run out. Father, I thank you for the little things in our life that are not only going to nourish us, but are going to nourish others around us. Father, thank you for your, your glory being outworked in us. We are open to that. Have your way, mighty God. Have your way. Father, yours is the kingdom. Yours is the glory. Yours is the power forever and ever. Have your way, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.